Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is on the Slayer. This is part of our advanced class guide series covering all the new classes added in the ACG. The Slayer is the child of the Rogue and the Ranger. Now keep in mind, at this point of publishing, Un Pathfinder Unchained hadn't come out yet, and everyone was on the Rogue hate train. Uh, Rogue was kind of the red step-headed child of the Pathfinder base classes that everyone felt was underpowered and needed something to be competitive with the other classes. And for the short instance before Unchained was released, this was it. Right. And Rogue is just so iconic. People didn't just say, oh, it's a bad class. Let's not talk about it. It's a core, it's a core, uh, core class. It was something like I was really upset by because I love playing roguish-type characters. I like high dexterity. I like low fantasy kind of stuff. And the rogue, to me, was like something that could represent that. But then the Slayer came out, and it's a pretty good class. Uh, we have a mixture of the Ranger, who kind of has that nature theme, but then is also a combatant. He gets a lot of bonus feats. He gets the ability to aid his allies. He gets, you know, the terrain, the ability to stealth and terrains and things like that. And then we got the rogue, who is sneaky, uh, lots of skill points, kind of a skill monkey, high utility. So when we combine them both... What we're going to find is that you kind of lose the nature flavor of Ranger. You're not going to be talking to animals. And you're not going to be woodland striding around the place. And we get more of the combat-centric abilities of both these classes put into a class that is combat-centric but also has good utility. So let's get into it. He has a D10 hit die. He gets six skill points a level. And he has a ton of class skills. But there are two things missing. Disable device and sleight of hand. So just like we're not getting some of that nature stuff from the rogue, uh, from the ranger, from the rogue we're not getting that sort of tr you know finding all the traps and fixing them. But we are getting uh, six skill points a level is how much the ranger gets, and that's still one of the higher numbers. And we still have a whole lot of class skills. And the thing that's quote unquote fixing the rogue, full bab. This, I mean, if you're a combat center class, you need this. It's kind of simple. I think, as we can see in Unchained, the Rogue can subsist as a 3-force BAB class and be fine, but full BAB definitely helps this class a lot. He has two good saves, a Fort and Reflex, and a, a poor will save. To be expected. Uh, this is a huge step up from Rogue, because Rogue only has a good Reflex save, which we talk about why that's really bad in our episode, Why Are Rogue So Bad? Please Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I need to change the episode to that title, because that title is better than what we have. <laughs> These saving throws are actually exactly like the Ranger with the uh, actually negative aspect that the Slayer doesn't need wisdom like the Ranger does. So that means you don't have a good reason to ever put points into stuff that helps you with will save. So you do have a weaker will save than Ranger. The Slayer is proficient with all simple and martial weapons as well with light armor, medium armor, and shields. Oh, wait. Except our shields. <laughs> Sneaking up on you. <laughs> you can't see me behind the shield. Can I get a, Can I get my sneak attack with my shield bash? You can't shield bash with a tower shield, Caleb. Sorry. See, I don't use them so often. I don't know their rules. You also take a minus two on all attack rolls while employing one. They got a lot of rules with them. But you can use them as cover. What's that 25% per miss chance? Come at me, bro. So, uh, these armor proficiencies are exactly like the ranger and an upgrade from the rogue. So at level one, the Slayer immediately gets their number one defining thing, studying. Why, why can't uh, the Slayer attack males? What? Why can't the Slayer attack males? 
Slayer, I barely knew her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, you hear that? That is a subtle sound of 50 people unsubscribing <laughs> because of our lame jokes. Well, guys, better unsubscribe now because we got lame jokes for days. You never have to stop, really. <laughs> so at level one, they get their main iconic ability, studying. It's kind of like the analog to favored enemy. So level one, as a move action, you can study someone within range. While you're studying them, you get a plus one on attack and damage rolls against that creature. You also get a plus one on bluff checks, knowledge checks, perception checks, sense motive checks, and survival checks against that creature. And in addition, the DC of any Slayer ability you use on that target is increased by one. So this is really interesting. If you study someone and, like, you walk into their office, you can get a little bonus on sense motive and bluff and stuff. But if you were walking through a crowd disguised as somebody, you would have a heart. You couldn't bluff the entire crowd at once. It's more of a one-on-one Maybe you thing. you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> There's also that if you would happen to deal sneak attack damage to someone, you can study them as an immediate action instead of a move action. Note that you do not have sneak attack yet. You do not get sneak attack until level 3. And you can only study one target at a time. This does go up as you level up. Every five levels, all of these go up by one. The bonus on attack and damage rolls, the skill checks, the DCs, and the number of targets that can be studied. At level 7, you can also study as a swift action in addition to a move action. So I can get two people in one round. Yeah, it could be like, boom, study that guy, swift action, boom, study that guy, move action, studying two people at once. Boom, finger gun. Boom, finger gun. Gotcha, 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 finger guns. (laughs) (laughs) So this is really cool. This is like, this is actually almost more akin to fighter than ranger, because it's like having weapon specialization, because you always get that plus one on weapon attack and damage rolls. And it comes with the added bonus of skill checks and DCs. This is a really cool ability, and I really like it. Kind of is reminding me a little bit of the investigator we were doing. Yes, the investigator gets his own version of studying. And it's a little bit stronger to keep him kind of on par with these classes, because the investigator is a 3-4 BAB class. And his works a little bit differently, but they do have similar themes. Level 1, you also get where you can add half your level when you're following tracks. This is straight from the ranger. Nothing to get too excited about, but if your DM's really anal about tracking people and the amount of time it takes to do that, you get a bonus on it. Right. And you know, it's not even about being anal. I remember I'm, I was in a campaign where we were in the city. The guy beat us up, ran away, and I was like, heck no, I want to follow him. He's like, how are you going to do that? I'm like, I'm going to use my survival to follow tracks, and, and it's very difficult to do on a hard surface, so I needed right. all the bonuses I could get. So that's all you get at level one. At level 2, you get your first Slayer Talent. Slayer Talents are the analog to Rogue Talents, and in fact, most of your options are Rogue Talents. You can pick a subset of the Rogue Talents. The Slayer gets some of his own talents to pick from. And he can also pick Ranger Combat Feats, which is, if you don't know, the Ranger picks a method of attacking people like two-weapon fighting or sword and shield or archery. And he has a little list of bonus feats he can pick without having to meet the prerequisites for. And everyone always picks archery. (laughs) Most people. (laughs) But, so right there, it's like Rogue, except you have more bonus feats to pick from. So you're more able to do stuff in combat. But you could also 
kit yourself out to be more utility and pick more of the utility talents. And go ahead, give me a subset of rogue talents because the normal rogue talents crap. So I'm sure the list that they've called it down to is a pretty good list. This sounds like a great time to play our game. What is the name of our game? How bad is that rogue talent? How bad is that rogue talent? We're going to probably end up on a good one this time. How bad, how bad is that rogue town is where we go from a regular non-unchained rogue. We randomly pick one of the 133 talents, and we almost guarantee that it's going to be terrible. Survivalist. A rogue with this talent adds heal and survival to her list of class skills. Now listen, you are a rogue, which means you get a ton of skill points, and you only get a few talents. What should I waste my talent on? Being better at heal and survival, which I can just throw all my goodness amount of extra skill points into. Thanks. Thanks, Rogue. Thanks. And that is standing up to the good options such as weapon training, combat trick, finesse rogue, fast stealth. <laughs> Sir, I can have a plus four to my survival. <laughs> That's already at 15. <laughs> So thankfully, the good ones I mentioned, the Slayer does have access to. He can pick weapon training, He can, which is weapon focus with your picked weapon. He does get combat tricks, so you get even more bonus feats. He can pick fast stealth. He can pick finesse rogue. So the important ones are there. Well, level three, you get our sneak attack. It's only 1d6 of level three, so obviously you're a little bit slower progression than the rogue, but you get it. And that goes up by uh, 1d6 every three levels. So you do have a slower overall sneak attack progression. So the next thing you get, the next new mechanic you get, isn't until level 7. Between level 3 and level 7, you're getting more slayer talents, you're getting more studied target bonuses, you're getting more sneak attack dice. And then at level 7, you get the ability Stalker. Stalker says is that when you study someone, in addition to the normal bonuses you get, you also get the bonus on disguise checks. Intimidate checks and stealth checks against that opponent. It's where I can lock eyes with a guy. It's where I can lock eyes with him, study him, get my bonus stealth, and just back up in the shadows and disappear. Note at level seven, you can study as a swift action now, so you can just see someone and be like, finger guns. <laughs> so our next ability, we don't get until level ten. So again, until level ten, we're getting new talents, we're getting new studied targets, we are getting more sneak attack dice. You get the ability of advanced Slayer talents, just like advanced Rogue talents, advanced Ninja talents. They're just slightly better talents. You have a small list of the Rogue ones to pick from. You have a small list of the Ninja ones to pick from. What's this, Christian? I get something called Assassinate? Yes, Caleb. You picked one of the good things that Paizo realized we want to do as a Rogue. <laughs> no Rogue's terrible capstone ability. Yes, but why don't you tell me, just to make sure you know, in case anyone who's listening doesn't know, because I know. At level 20, a rogue, when they deal sneak attack damage, can force an opponent to make a fort save, which has a scaling save based on the rogue's intelligence modifier, because a class with 8 skill points a level really wants a high intelligence. (laughs) Uh, If they fail that saving throw, they're either killed, paralyzed, or unconscious. The assassinate is kind of like the first option where you kill them. A slayer with assassinate can study someone for one round as a standard action, and then on the next round they get to make an attack against them. If that attack is a sneak attack, 
The target has to make a fortitude saving throw, DC equal to 10, plus one half the Slayer level, plus the Slayer's intelligence modifier, and if they fail, they die. If they succeed, they take sneak attack damage like normal, and everything proceeds like normal, and they can't be the target of this ability for 24 hours. So, not only are you getting what Rogue has to wait until level 20 to even attempt, even though it is a little worse, you do have to study for one round, and you do have to make a sneak attack, it's actually better because your studied target DC increases the DC of this ability. No. That, that's just one we really wanted to point out because it's something that when you think of a rogue or you think of a slayer, like killing someone from the shadows is something they should be able to do. And you get it at level 10 as opposed to level 20 for rogue. Right. But you, there's a couple other advanced talents that you can pick. You can look them up. At level 11, you get Swift Tracker. Yay. Yay. <laughs> you can move at normal speed while using survival to follow tracks without taking the normal minus 5 penalty. You can move up to your twice your normal speed while following tracks and take a minus 10 penalty instead of the normal minus 20. Again, this is... I find this a bit bookkeepery, but if you have someone that really follows strictly the tracking rules, this could be useful. Right. Then again, this is level 11 and someone has divination. I don't get what, what your joke is here. It's not... Well, I mean, because they can just scry. And oh. find whoever oh, you're okay. trying to track. All right. So thanks, Slayer. We Don't worry. Wizards got it. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm not. I wasn't up on making fun of uh, all the classes right now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, Christian, are we making fun of this class? Are we happy with this class? Which one? I, I really like Slayer. Okay, I mean, cool, awesome, great. I love it too. <laughs> but I mean, it's not. I don't like the tracking abilities. We didn't like them in Ranger. We didn't like them in Hunter. And we don't like them here. No, I mean, it's not that we don't like. They, they're they're a little better here. <laughs> bring back the other guy that wasn't Swift Tracker. Bring back literally anything else. Because, like, this is kind of like stuff that just kind of tacked on the Slayer. Like, they do other things. Unlike Ranger's Capstone, which is, hey, you can track at full speed. <laughs> so, that was level 11. Next ability you get is at level 13. It's called Slayer's Advance. And I love this ability. It's not great, but I love it. <laughs> Once per day, you can move up to twice your base speed as a move action. You can stealth as part of this movement, but you take a minus 10 penalty for doing so. At level 17, you could do this twice per day. Thank you, Paizo. <laughs> Rogue, one of my big problems with Rogue that we talk about in the What's the Deal with Rogues episode, that title keeps changing. It's called The Problem with Rogues. That's it. Uh, is that they get sneak attack, and then they get literally nothing to help them achieve sneak attacks. You right. get nothing to help you get into a flanking position. You have nothing to help you win initiative. Sure, it's at level 13, and sure, it's only once a day, but at least the Slayer gets something to help them with sneak attacks. That's why I like the ninja. He can use, like, key speed, or he can later on turn invisible to help him get his sneak attack. The rogue doesn't have any of that stuff, so I'm glad that the Slayer gets something here. The next ability we get is level 14, and it's called Quarry, and this is an ability from Ranger. You find someone in sight, and as a standard action, you say, Hey, you're my quarry now. Is he just a bunch of rocks? Yes. <laughs> You need profession miner? <laughs> Miners? Well, well, what kind of person do you think I am? <laughs> Listen, my wife's my age. Sure she is. <laughs> Everything I, you have, say, I, still, I, was... I still haven't seen you in the same room as her. <laughs> so I assume she's you. So yeah, she is hopefully the same age as you. <laughs> Everything you say, I'm just going to constantly keep using another meaning of that word. So go on. <laughs> so you, you designate quarry as a standard action. 
You can follow their tracks at full speed without penalty, and you can take a 10 to do that, even if you're in danger or distracted. Cool. If you attack your quarry, you get a plus two insight bonus on all attack rolls, and all your critical threats are automatically confirmed. Nice. There's like a you could take a host of feats about like my critical. Uh, I can get a plus four to roll confirm to confirm critical rolls, or I can re-roll them. This is just like yeah, forget about all those feats. Yeah, just confirm. Though it is a level nineteen, a, a level fourteen thing. And it's really strong because the plus two insight bonus, that's stacking with your studied bonus. And that's usually insight is a pretty rare one. So it's stacking with most other things you get. So just pick some high crit threat range weapons. Pick like an 18 to 20 weapon. Make it keen. You'll be critting them 25% of the time, guaranteed. At level 19, it gets improved. You can now select a quarry as a free action. And you can take a 20 while using survival track your quarry while moving at normal speed without penalty. And your insight bonus goes up to plus four. And if the quarry's killed or dismissed, you can select a new one after ten minutes have passed. That's cool. Normally, you have to wait twenty-four hours to pick a new quarry if that's the case. But now you can only wait. You only have to wait ten minutes. Which is essentially just to say, don't do it twice in one combat encounter. But in between combat encounters, sure. Yeah. So that was between fourteen and nineteen. Again, in between those, you're just getting new talents. You're getting new studied. You're getting new sneak attack dice. But then you reach level twenty. And you become the Master Slayer. Oh, yeah. Capstone, what I got, Christian. Throw it on me. This one's interesting. It's hard. It looks a lot like the Rogue One, and it's hard to understand the difference at first. At 20th level... What are you trying to say? Maybe I think it's easy to understand. What well, are you trying to say about you, my intelligence level, Christian? I don't mean you in particular. You said you. What do you mean? Us. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, so I'm just lumped in with a moron like you. You know what, Christian? You could do this podcast by yourself. I'm done. I'm done. That's it. You know, maybe Gary Busey will want to start a podcast with me. And you know, we're going to start a podcast, and it's going to be better. I'm sorry. Christian, I didn't mean that. Christian, I'm sorry. Christian, come back. Christian, come back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're not. I'm not. Let's keep going. <laughs> Love you. Run through the meadow and scare all the milking cows. You're scaring me. <laughs> Run through the beaches kicking clouds of sand. Walk a windy weather day. Feel your face blow away. Something, 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 something. Love you. Is all that true? Master Slayer. <laughs> at level 20, you become a master at capturing and killing your studied targets. As a standard action, the Slayer can make a single attack against a studied target at his full attack bonus, and choosing one of the following effects, kill, knock unconscious for 1d4 hours, or paralyze for 2d6 rounds. If your attack hits, the target takes damage normally and must succeed at a fortitude saving throw or suffer from that effect. The DC for the save is 10, plus half your level, plus your intelligence modifier. So at level 20, that is 20, plus your intelligence modifier, plus your studied target bonus. Uh, whether or not the target succeeds, it cannot be targeted by his ability again by any Slayer for 24 hours. How is this different than the Rogues? Oh, you give me all that. You give me all that lip, and then you're like, oh, well, I'm not sure, Chris. Again, you know, just for other people, people listening who might not know. Oh, right, yeah, them. Well, <laughs> difference. I obviously know everything about Pathfinder. The Rogues is that whenever they make a sneak attack, they don't have to do anything special. It's just if they're doing sneak attack damage, they can do this, which is essentially our level 10 thing. Or level... Yeah, 10. Yeah, okay. This is, you have to use a standard action to make an attack, but 
you only have to be studying them. You don't have to be in a flanking position. You don't have to catch them off guard. All you have to do is study them. And then you can choose to try to just kill them outright. So you just look at someone, finger guns, shoot them. Right. Look at the next guy, finger guns, shoot them. <laughs> You're knocking everyone out. You're knocking them all unconscious. You can walk into a room and be like, that guy's down, that guy's down, that guy's down. Well, I like it. It's it's powerful. And you know, as a GM, initially this is kind of scary. But just remember that not all things can die like this. If you have a construct or something like that, it'll be immune to it. So just be smart about what you make your big bad evil guy. But don't be afraid to let your master slayer... When he's in an encounter, take out a couple of key guys with his abilities. Everybody has level 20 at that point. You got crazy encounters going on anyway. And I really like this as a level 20. It's just something that you can constantly be using. It's not like a once a day thing. It's like, I'm a master slayer. This is something I can do at any time I want. I can slay people because it's what I do. Now, some people, you're saying this is like, oh, we can fix the rogue without Unchained. Some people, you said, have been referring to this as a better fighter. Why might they be saying that? It's full BAB, it gets up to medium armor, it gets comparable bonus feats to fighter. You get a lot of bonus feats with this if you pick the right Slayer talents. I wouldn't say it's exactly a better fighter, but it's a comparable fighter and it has good trade-offs. You're losing just a little bit of martial capability for 6 skill points a level, 2 good saves, a lot of class skills. And a lot of really useful abilities. And a abilities. lot of classy skills. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a straight better fighter, but as a martial combatant, this is very strong, I think. Right. I haven't seen many Slayers be piloted yet. I'd like to try one myself. I really like the flavor of the class. I just... If only they could use tower shields, you know? It's game changer. <laughs> well, that's why you multi-class fighter. Ah, uh, of course, of course, of course. Does... You know, we didn't mention this with the, with the Scald, I don't think, but now that I remember it, does any of this scream one or two or three level dip? Do I want to get level one just so I can get the study target? I'd say for the most part no, because getting it to level seven where it can be a swift action is kind of really important for your action economy. And you don't get sneak attack to level three, and a lot of the reason you dip into a class like Rogue or like Slayer is because some things require sneak attack as a prerequisite. So you'd have to stick with Slayer until third level to get that sneak attack. Gotcha. Which I feel is also a big part of the flavor of the class. You'd say I'm a Slayer, but can you sneak attack? Well, no. <laughs> I- I'm Slayer Barbarian. I'm sorry. Slayerian. I mean, I think it's fine. Wait, it's not that... It- <gasps> we just we just cracked the Da Vinci Code. Did we? Yes. Now we know how Mass Effect names its things. Slayer Barbarian. It's a Slayerian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Now we know how they named the races. I bet everything can be just like a mashup of two Pathfinder terms. We won't prove that. <laughs> let's we'll think about. Assume. Wait, no, no, no. It's like, what's the new race coming out in Mass Effect Four? Uh, let's uh, 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 Arcanist and Scald. It's an a call. A call. The new race. A call. <laughs> I guys. Everyone owes us a million dollars if the next thing that comes out isn't a call. We're on to you, Bioware. We we got your number. <laughs> So how do you feel about this class, Caleb? You know, I like it. I've always been kind of partial sneak attack. I constantly want to do a ninja, but keep going like, oh, no, I want to do this instead. Like, ninja's in the back of my mind. Like, I want to be a ninja. Recently, I did the vivisectionist, which is a full uh, sneak attack progression. Alchemist. Uh, sneak attack kind of, it's interesting to me. It's not enough of the sneak attack to really get that flavor for me. I think, honestly, I'm a simple kind of person, and... 
I can wrap my mind around the fighter. It makes sense to me. I can pick feats and all that. Here, put it this way. If I'm going to specialize in something, I might pick the fighter because I have uh, – my feats aren't picked for me. I can pick what I want to – if I want to be really good at pull rushing, I pick that, whatever. With the Slayer, I know that the stuff I'm picking is to complement the sneak attack, complement my ability to, to study somebody. I like it. Uh, I think if, you're, if, if this is hitting you out well, if you're liking this flavor, it's good. It definitely, like you said, is comparable. But I'm not sure I would play it necessarily. But certainly, I wouldn't say, if my players are playing it, I wouldn't be like, dude, this is not a good class. Pick something else. I think my favorite part about it is that it's, it honestly lends itself to a strength-based character. When you think of rogues, you think of assassins, you think of them as, like, these really high-dex right. characters, really limber. Whereas this, you could totally walk around in medium armor and a high strength and study people and get these bonuses. You're just more of a cunning kind of fighter. Like, you don't necessarily have to be that sneaky limber agile guy you can be like a guy that walks around in heavier armor and just points people out and says hey you i'm taking you out right we do this for some of the classes i do want to mention one of the favored class bonuses for slayer uh the human and the gnome get every time they pick this favorite class bonus they get one sixth of a new slayer talent meaning that at every six levels you get a bonus slayer talent which i think is really good because that means you can get the ranger combat styles at the same time, you get something else. So you don't solely have to get combat-based talents. You can get combat-based talents and utility-based talents at the same time. Well, all we have left now is two more, the War Priest and what we're doing next week, the Swashbuckler. The Swashbuckler was pretty much, the aside from the Arcanist, one of the only classes I was actually at all interested in when you know they were saying that this book was going to come out. Uh, I made one. It was way overpowered. So I'm very interested to see how they balanced it and see how the swashbuckler ended up. In our extra credit episode, we'll be talking about all the archetypes for Slayer. Yep, and two example builds. So if you're more interested in the Slayer, stick around for that. Before we end today, I want to end with Abuseyism. If you guys don't know what Abuseyism, Gary Busey has published these acronyms, and they're lovely. And we're going to do the one for Alive, since that's the opposite of anything that comes in contact with the Slayer. Alive. Always living in victorious energy. Thank you, Gary. We love you, Gary Busey. Never change. Never change. Thank you for listening. Classes dismissed. Pathfinder Academy is part of the Trailblazer Network. Visit our site for other great Pathfinder podcasts. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening.